Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives. There are many ways of inviting death, and being shot from a cannon is one of the surest. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. Take it from me, Jerry Browning, Private Detective. Murder is one performance that doesn't bear repeating. I just put my money down at the ticket window at Colton's Colossal Circus when a voice behind me said, Hold it! That man's money is counterfeit! I spun around and faced Phil Ganey, whom I hadn't seen since college days. Phil grinned. Your money's counterfeit at this box office, Jerry. Pass him. I grinned, too. What's your job here, Phil? Boss supervisor? A house detective to the circus, you might call it. A tall, thin-lipped character sauntered past, waved at Phil, who grabbed him. Hey, Wendy, want you to meet an old school pal, Jerry Browning. Wendy's our 24-hour man, Jerry. Travels a day in advance of the show, gets the lot, buys the provisions, puts us into business. Wendy smiled acidly. The chief makes it sound like a big job, Mr. Browning. But it isn't. Well... Have fun. Inside the big top, the show moved smoothly and swiftly to its big climax. The canon act of Challenge Colton, who was both the circus owner and top-billed performer. Ladies and gentlemen, Challenge Colton will now defy death by being shot from a cannon. Higher and further than any human being has ever said a time. Dressed in a crash driver's suit and helmet, Colton came striding out, climbed into the cannon's muzzle. Several moments later... Colton's body arced through the air and landed heavily in the net. But he didn't rise for his bow or clamber out. Two clowns jumped into the net, picked up Colton, pulled him out, walked him off with exaggerated staggering and stumbling. They didn't fool me. Those clowns were carrying a dead man. The performer owner of a circus was shot from a cannon and landed dead. Phil Ganey, the circus detective, had left right after the act. A couple of minutes later... He came back. Is Colton gone? Phil nodded tightly. Yeah. We're cutting the show short, closing right after these Joeys get through. The Joeys are circus clowns named after Joe Grimaldi, the most famous clown of them all. There were two Joeys in the main ring now, the same pair who'd carried Colton out of the net. One of them was a huge man wearing an inflated chest and enormous rubber shoulder muscles. The other was a tiny man. The big man pushed the little man around, abused him, and finally, the little man took a huge revolver from his pocket and shot the big man. The big man's fake chest collapsed and he sank to the ground. Then the little man grabbed the bully by the legs and dragged him off. This time, even Phil couldn't keep me in my seat. Phil, come on, you've got another dead man on your hands. We pushed our way outside. The circus doctor was bending over the body of the clown, still dressed in his bully's costume. There's uh, nothing I can do. 
This man was shot to death. Phil grabbed the little clown. You always were jealous of Eric. You'll get the chair for this. The little man was too shocked to answer, but I had some ideas on the subject. Look, Phil, I'm a detective, too, and I've got a hunch that this death may be mixed up with Colton's death in the Cannon Act. An hour later, most of the top circus people were at police headquarters. Toby, the little clown charged with murder, was in a cell. Phil Ganey, Wendy, the advance man, and the circus treasurer were arguing with the police commissioner for permission to take the circus out of town the following evening. There's been two murders, and I'm not satisfied with the accounts of how Colton died in that cannon. I'm sorry for you people, but you'll have to stay in town for the time being. After the commissioner walked out, I looked at the three circus men. Is this going to hurt you people? Phil smiled wryly. It'll just about put us out of business, Jerry. The circus has a big payroll. It can't sit idle very long. Wendy, the advance man, got up. Well, it's sure been nice knowing you folks. I'm going on ahead. Phone me when we get permission to move. I turned to Phil. Where's he going? Up ahead to the next town. The circus can't get there as scheduled. Wendy will have a lot of changes to make. Food orders to cancel or postpone. I don't envy him. I stared at the door. I don't either. Especially when the commissioner finds out that Wendy didn't consider himself included in that don't-leave-town order. A circus lot, settled down for the night, is a place of strange shadows and weird sounds. Silent figures flitting around tent ropes, animals coughing and stirring in their cages. Phil Ganey pointed out the huge, shrouded bulk of the cannon from which Colton had been flung to his death. Most of the gadgets are propped, Jerry. It's just a big spring that propels him out. The flash of fire and the explosion take place outside. Yeah. But the coroner says he was asphyxiated, smothered to death. How do you account for that? Phil shrugged. I don't know. Maybe gases leaked back into the cannon from the flash powder. Maybe. And maybe a real bullet leaked into the gun that little clown fired. But I don't believe that either. Back at police headquarters, I had a talk with Toby. The clown had been charged with murder. Yeah, Mr. Browning. When Eric and I pulled Mr. Colton out of the net, his hands and face was ice cold. I remember Eric saying Mr. Colton was froze to death like... All right, Toby. That's all I wanted to know. A police patrol picked up Wendy on the highway. They put him under arrest brought him back on the technical charge of being a fugitive material witness. But when I faced him... Wendy, you bought a quantity of dry ice this morning, and none of it was used on the circus grounds. What happened to it? I, uh, decided it was dangerous stuff. Threw it in a quick. It's dangerous, all right. But you put it in the cannon so that the carbon dioxide fumes would asphyxiate Colton. Yeah? He finally broke down. As advance man, he'd handled circus funds, mishandled them mostly, and was on the verge of being exposed unless he managed to kill off Colton. He might have got away with a crime, but he tried to play it too safe by killing one of the clowns who'd noticed how unnaturally icy Colton's body had been and by having the other clown charged with murder. And that was just too pat. Like I said, murder is nothing to clown about because the law always manages to have... The Last Laugh. SWGN, Chicago 11.